This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss, and that's the winner! That's the winner! A World Series winner for the Cardinals! Right, Jordan! Into the field! It's number 3,000! A run start! Smith, courts one into right down the line! It may go! Go crazy, folks! Go crazy! I pop off! The Cardinals are! The Cardinals won the play! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> fan podcast, coming to you from the patio studios and, of course, brought to you by our good friends at InnovativeCompanies.com. <laughs> My man, Randy Green, 35 years experience, second-generation craftsman. You know what? He's been with us over a year now. He's got to be 36 years experience, second-generation craftsman, and, of course, uh, the one thing that hasn't changed in 36 years is a man of his word, whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial, InnovativeCompanies.com. They got you covered. Heating and cooling, electric, construction, and now plumbing. They are the team to put in your corner. InnovativeCompanies.com. Well, let's, uh, let's get busy here on the show today. We had some news uh, today that um, I think a lot of Cardinal fans are, are glad about, but let's not, let's not mince words here. There's going to be a faction of the Cardinal fan base that was ready to move on um, and 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 I think it's more about the stat, the status of the team or the state of the team versus the actual player. But um, the Cardinals have officially brought back Adam Wainwright for one year. Uh, at this time, we do not have details of the money. And everybody keeps – and everything I keep seeing on social media is, well, I want to see the details of the contract. And I'm like, I don't – I mean, I, I don't really care what the details of the contract are. I don't know why it would matter. Yeah, well – uh, well, that voice you hear that wants to jump in here right away on the m 4 com hotline is Benji Molina. Um, Benji, I don't – what I mean, who cares? I mean, I guess people are going to look at the money and go, well, is that going to stop them from getting somebody else? I, I find that hard to believe. But then again, I guess after the last three years of – or actually quite a few years of not going out and getting that big fish, maybe that's where people are sitting right now on, on the edge of their seat waiting to see how much money they gave Wayno. I think I think it doesn't matter how much money he got. Uh, knowing the uh, the major league how how they operate, and he's a 38, if I'm not mistaken, a 38, a 39 year old. I I don't think he got much. I think he wants to finish on a good note. But even if he got whatever he got, it doesn't really matter, Jimbo. What matters is that he's gonna be back fighting for a. For a five spot in the rotation, that's what really matters. Well, that's where I was going to go with the conversation today. Um, he's back, and again, I, I'm listen. I'm not telling people not like if you want to. If and again, this is all stuff that'll play out over time, and then you can put your conspiracy theories in the in the mix of well, they gave Wayno all this money, now they don't have money for that. That's fine. I, I I get it. Okay, that's fine. Um, but as far as the 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 way the roster is going to be constructed. My, my thoughts are, you know, I guess right away, I think the first thought, too, that a lot of Cardinal fans go to is, what is he going to be? Like, what did they sign him for? Um, I think we can talk today about where we see that role being. Um, I'll go first and say that it's my opinion that I think they don't know for sure what he'll be, and I don't know that they really care. So it's my opinion that they signed him. He's an iconic Cardinal. Um, you know, he's been with us his whole major league career. He's had some great moments in the Cardinal uniform. Um, and I think they think there's enough left in the tank to bring him back. Now, listen, 
I, I don't know that anybody's expecting him to be a top-of-the-rotation guy. I don't know that he could be a closer. But I think they look at him as maybe a guy that might be able to, if he stays healthy, pitch in the back of the rotation or pitch out of the bullpen. I, I'm not sure what the role's going to be. It's my opinion. I don't know if they know. But I, I think he'll come to camp conditioned to be a starter. What do you think they'll do with him? I think so. I think he's ready to be a starter. The problem will be, Jimbo, we are full of starters that are ready, uh, major league ready. And um, remember, Carlos and Waka will be back. I'm guessing Carlos, Waka, Flaherty. Then you got two spots to fill. You got Hudson that's shown you he can pitch. Ponce de Leon, he's shown you he can pitch. Wayno fits in that one. I I think they have their handfuls, man, because Gumber pitched great, and we don't have any lefties off of the uh, of the starters and stuff. I think he'll be a good fit there, but like you said, they might be thinking, okay, let it let him get a a start in uh in the rotation. Uh, let me see if he makes it, and if he doesn't make it, then we put him in the bullpen, and he might help us out there. That's why I think they're thinking. Yeah, uh, for me, I look at it and I think, well, I don't know that we ne- – I mean, do we really have to put a label on him right now? I, I, I understand people are going to want to do it because people are going to want to know why. Like, why? And I get that. No label. You know? No label. I, yeah, that's what no I'm No label. Yeah, don't label. I mean, I, don't, I think we just say, okay, he's part, of the, he's part of the mix next year. It'll play itself out. And, you know, the, the, the truth of the matter is we see – pitching play itself out in spring training a lot Uh, unfortunately guys get hurt um things that you plan on happening now listen i'm not going to say everybody's going to be luke weaver but i mean everybody was ready to anoint luke weaver a you know a a number two or three starter this year and it just didn't work out right let's be honest yep but well let's be honest with everybody jimbo because we will not be seeing flaherty if Carlos Martinez, Waka, or Wainwright get hurt, we wouldn't be even be able to see Flaherty this year. The thing was that Flair, uh, all those guys got hurt. Uh, Weaver started pitching not so great, so we got a chance to see those guys. Now these guys are knocking on the door like, hey, listen, I'm ready. I'm ready. So it'll be interesting to see spring training when these young arms come in and, and – and see how they pitch. Yeah, and again, I, I'm looking at it thinking to myself, if they were going to go out and get a guy, just a guy, right? I mean, let's face it, that's a cardinal move. Go out and sign a guy, not a not a stud, not a dude, you know, not Max Scherzer, not whoever. And again, you can look at the free agent class this year and think what I want to do here. Um, again, if they were just going to go out and get a guy to come in and compete, and that's a cardinal move, right? That's what they do. They, they like to bring guys in like this. Um, my guess is um, I would think that they brought him back because I think – now, again, I think they brought him back for a variety of reasons. I think his standing with the team and his history have a lot to do with it. And there's a faction of the fan base that doesn't care about that anymore because they're frustrated. It's not anything about Wayno. It's because they're frustrated we haven't made the playoffs, I would guess. That being said – this tells me, and again, I could be completely wrong, that Tyson Ross wants to go somewhere and be a starter and get some starter money. And with the market being what it is, I wouldn't be surprised if Tyson Ross went out somewhere and got himself a job as a starter and got starter money. So that's kind of my thoughts. I think you're right. I think you're right. There's a few decisions. Do you bring Norris back? What do you do with Cecil when, when we needed him most? He couldn't do it. He couldn't get lefties out when we needed him most. What do you do with him? Uh, what do you do with the, all those young, young arms like Webb, Shreve, um, all those all those kids like Hicks is going to be there, but Norris and, and all those young arms, man, what do you do with them? That's, that's a huge question for the Cardinals this year. You know, um, I wouldn't have – like if they would have went after like a, a Dallas Keuchel um, – I, I wouldn't have minded that. Um, I would have thought that was okay. Um, I you know, but if you start looking around at the guys that were available uh, in in a in a pitching fashion, I mean, who did you want them to go get? I mean, again, 
people could say, well, we didn't need a starter. Well, I don't know that you can ever go and not have enough starters. This also tells me that they feel like they've got some young arms that they can use in the bullpen next year, and with another year under their belt, they may be better. Now, that doesn't mean I don't want them to go out and sign a bullpen guy. I think they have to. And, of course, as always. They have to sign two. Yeah, I would like them to. Like, I would like them to get, yeah. I would like them to get a, a really good bullpen arm or two, whether they'll do that or not. Of course, everybody's going to say, ah, oh, they won't. That's not what they do, dot, dot, dot. And I get that, and that's fine. That being said, I, again, unless you were going to sign Dallas Keuchel, I mean, I, I, seriously, uh, Marco Estrada, does he get you all hot and bothered? Does James Shields get you fired up? Does uh, Brandon McCarthy get your blood flowing? Does, you know, um, Gio Gonzalez, does he really do it for you? Does, uh, I'm going down the list here, Garrett Richards, does, uh, you know, Charlie Morton, I like Charlie Morton. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Charlie Morton. I, I think he's a sign there or bus type guy in Houston. I would be shocked, but we'll see. Matt Harvey doesn't do anything for me. Um you know, CC Sabathia doesn't do anything for me. So if you were going to find a guy to come in and say he's our back end guy, that if it if somebody it, it, like if he clearly can't start, I can put him in the bullpen and he won't be a disruption. Isn't Adam Wainwright that guy? To be quite honest, I think he is. And you're you're right. I don't think they're going to go for a starter, Jimbo. Don't be surprised. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to go and sign a starter. I really don't believe it. I really believe they're going to concentrate in the bullpen. We got a few guys there, Jim, but I don't know if you saw that list, but the, the list I sent you, it's a, it's a list of free agency. And look at the relievers. They have Herrera. They have Cody Allen, which we saw with Cleveland. They have Sean Kelly, the guy who, the, who they couldn't hit in Oakland. He's a free agent. They have Andrew Miller, even though he's been hurt lately. I'll take him in my bullpen. Heck, yeah. The reason he's been hurt is that they've been used so many times that he's blowing up right now, but I'll take him in my bullpen. Dude, there's so many bullpen pieces in free agency that could help you out. That's what I think they're going to do. I really do believe it. I do believe they're going to do something with the bullpen, and they have to. I'm telling you, Jimbo. They have to fix the bullpen, and I don't think I don't think they are going to just overlook it. You know, I think they're going to go for it, man. I really do believe it. It's crazy that we go out there with the same bullpen and then try to do it again. I really don't. I really don't believe they're going to do that, man. Even David Robertson, the guy from the Yankees, Cody Allen. I mean, you can go down to AJ Ramos. He's a good. He's He's a good bullpen guy. I mean, these guys are really, really good. Even Jerry's Familia. I'll, I'll take Familia any day. That's the guy over I kind here of, That's the bullpen. guy that interests me. And, and the reason, listen, these guys, in, the, the thing that interests me about these guys, okay, the, again, a guy like him, is because he's closed before. You could bring him in here and say, listen, um, you know, we got some stuff going on here, but you could get him in here, and he's closed before. I like him. Yeah, those guys are good, and you can keep going down the line, and there's going to be a starter like Nathan Eovaldi from Boston. He's interesting. The way he's pitching right now, yeah, he's very interesting. I mean, he wants starting money, but, hey, it interested you. You know, it interested us for – for, for a couple of different things. But there's guys out there that are really good. That Jesse Jesse Chavez throwing for the Cubs. I mean, that guy did a great job. He can start, spot start. He can do a long relief. He can do short relief. He's good. He ain't afraid. I mean, oh, you can go on and on in this list. And there's a bunch of names. Now, if they don't do anything about it, and if they don't do the uh, – if they don't do anything about – the uh, the uh, free agency and the bullpen, that's crazy. That's crazy because we they have the PZs out there and they overpay for they overpay for Cecil so good that it would be so hard to believe they could not overpay 
uh, a Herrera or they could not overpay Andrew Miller or Cody Allen or, or Sean Kelly and guys like that. I, I find that interesting, and I don't think they're going to do that. I think they, I think they will this time. They will pay. Um, and again, a, a lot of it I think will depend on what they're going to do with some with some different types of uh, moves on the like what they think. Um, you know, the guy that's a free agent that I was unaware of, I didn't realize A.J. Pollock was a free agent. I thought he was under team control for one more year. That one's going to be an interesting thing to see how that plays out. Now, you know, the Cardinals obviously would, would tell you that, I mean, they've got Harrison Bader's in center field. So, you know, I, but, man, he's a good player. But, you know, he, he, he intrigues me. There's all kinds of names on this list that – you know, again, I think could help you in, in with with certain things. That being said, um, I don't think the outfield is their priority, though. No, I don't either. I, 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 don't, I think, don't either. I don't think that's that's their priority. They love uh, Tyler O'Neill. They love Garcia, the outfielder. They love the the Arasonera, whatever his name is, and the outfield is not gonna be priority. They love their guys. Um, I think I think the bullpen is gonna be key, man. I think I really do believe this year is the year that Cardinals go out and get a couple good arms in the bullpen, add up to the people they have right now. Yeah, it's uh, you know the thing is the the only thing about this list that you know I look at is I see a lot of guys on this list that remind me of players that we have. To be quite frank with you. Um, I see a lot of guys that's on why, this list I, that's that are why serviceable, you know? That, yeah, that's why I don't think it's going to be a priority. Uh, the priority is going to be the relievers. Look at the relievers there, Jimbo. Yeah, I agree. Um, as uh, You know, and again, I think all the Wainwright thing does is give them a little depth. Um, again, I know there's, I know that there's people going to take this and they're going to lose their mind and um, – and, and Not say, about signing. You know, they're going to think, what the heck, and, and all this kind of stuff. And But one year, you know, the, the, the commitment, and, and I think they've shown that too. If it, you know, one year doesn't bother them. It's the multiple years where you get hung with people. So if for some reason, you know, I'm sure this allows, this allows Wainwright to try to do some things on his own accord, finish, finish his career here, do his stuff. Who knows? Um, he might come back and pitch well for us. I know there's some people that won't ever even give that a second of, of consideration, and that's fine. I understand it. But, um, you know, I, it, I, I'm listen, I didn't start jumping up and down for joy when they signed him. Like, yes, I'm happy he's back only because, again, I think he's a great Cardinal. Um, if I really thought that was all they were going to do this offseason, then I'd hold them to task. But I'm going to say the same thing I always say. We'll analyze the offseason after the offseason. And now's kind of the beginning, and we'll just look and see where everybody fits. Um, as we do this and we think about Wayno, um, we're going to take a quick look at the expectations for Wayno next season, take a look at um, where he fits, um, what we think would be a, a – like a, I guess the word would be I'm going to ask Benji to think about and myself too, um, what would you hope to get out of him? Like if he, in a perfect world, if you got this out of him, how would it make the St. Louis Cardinals better? So I'm going to ask Benji to chew on that for a minute so I can hit him with that question. After I remind you guys to check us out at twobirdsonabat.com. Subscribe to the show there, uh, absolutely free. You'll get a notification on your mobile device each time it, uh, it, the show comes out. We do it on Mondays and Thursdays with Benji. And then, of course, on Wednesdays we have Bowties and Bullshit with my friends Kyle Reese. Mo's Algorithm, and, of course, Brennan Schaefer. All those shows uh, are usually released by about 5 o'clock. And on Facebook, where you can find us at Two Birds on a Bat, type it in, go to our page. You'll notice that the show is pinned on those days. Um, what we're asking everybody to do is invite your friends to like our page first on our Facebook page once you've liked it. Uh, but then the big thing is when you see that pinned post, if you would like it, comment on it, and share it. Um, it helps us grow our audience. It gets more people involved. And we're having some nice contests for the people that do that and sending out some autographed memorabilia. So if you would do that for us, we'd greatly appreciate it. You can also find us on Twitter, at Birds on a Bat Show. If you like our Twitter page and uh, our Twitter handle there and you're a Cardinal fan, we're going to follow you back because we're interested in what you have to say. Instagram as well, Two Birds on a Bat Show. Follow us there. LineUpMedia.fm is our home. We're, we're proud to be a part of their growing network of podcasts, but they're also home now to Yo Radio. Uh, it's a great streaming pl platform for your mobile device. 
On your mobile device, just go to the App Store, download Yo Radio. It's free. The new update just came out. It's really functional. It has all the great stations you would expect. It's awesome to have as part of your mobile experience. And again, uh, we're very proud to be associated with them. That's Yo Radio, free to download on your mobile device. All of our partners, thank you for your continued support. Again, you heard me mention InnovativeCompanies.com. Of course, there's Adam Smokehouse now. Um, don't forget, they are delivering as well as having the late hours now on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays open until 7. On Watson Road, tremendous barbecue and a great atmosphere, along with great people. The staff there is second to none, and, of course, our man Mike will take good care of you. That's Adam Smokehouse on Watson Road. Get over there and get your barbecue fix in. As this weather turns, some warm barbecue sounds really good to me. Uh, Gators Baseball Academy, thank you guys for your continued support of our show. We want to uh, tell you about their four-pillar system for developing the, uh, the person as much as the player. If you want to see if you have what it takes to be a Gator, that's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Again, um, I'm looking at uh, uh, all the things that they offer when it comes to families, players, kids. Um, the atmosphere is second to none. They believe in people and the people that they hire to be a part of their program that are going to influence the growth of these kids means everything to them, and that's why they're the program you should check out, GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. They have the Missouri Gators, the Illinois Gators now, so if they've moved over to the Illinois side of the river, and, of course, Gators Baseball Academy, their wonderful prep program. Again, that's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Um, okay, Benji, so in a perfect world, what role would you like to see Adam Wainwright fill in next year? Do you think he best helps this team as the number five starter? Or do you think uh, a bullpen role would suit him better next year? I think I would give him a shot as a fifth starter. But then with the open mind that if one of these young guys come up firing on the spring, uh, I'll say, or, or Wainwright injury or Wainwright struggling for something, uh, with the combination of a kick throwing good, I uh, I give him the opp opportunity to win the fifth fifth starting job, but I'll I'll put him in I'll put him in the bullpen uh, with the long relief guys and maybe maybe the most important innings. Let's see how he does, and if he doesn't work, I'll put him back in the middle of the relievers. I would have. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, you know, Benji, you've uh, you know you've had. You've played for multiple teams. You've signed contracts, obviously, with multiple teams. Um, my assumption would be in this contract uh, process, I guess is the word, when you start talking to clubs, there's conversations about your role when you sign, I would assume. Um, I would assume guys have said, look, we're bringing you in here to be our starter. I'm assuming if they – it, not that it's not that anything's ever really guaranteed, but I think clubs have to be men of their word, so to speak. Would you have to believe at his age and with his history of, of injuries that there was probably a real heart-to-heart -heart discussion of, hey, this is what we hope, this is what we ex you know, this is what we can offer, and if for some reason it doesn't, I mean, I'm sure they've been upfront with him about what they really want, right? Uh, would you say that that's probably has to be accurate? A hundred percent, Jimbo. A hundred percent. The time they call, the time they call to be interested in them, I bet you a hundred and fifty percent that Adam Wainwright and his company said, okay, but how do you want us? How is this going to work? What am I going to be next year? They had to discuss all that. And uh, I'm sure they probably said, hey, we'll give you a shot on, on a fifth starting job. And if it doesn't work, can you help us out in the bullpen? I bet you anything that's how, how, how that conversation went. Yeah, I, I mean, again, t in layman's terms, I would think it probably went something like, like just to condense it down, it probably would have been, hey, you know, absolutely we're going to let you come in and compete for a starter's job. But if for some reason we don't feel like that's the best situation for you in the club, you know, are you okay pitching out of the bullpen in case, you know, we don't feel like you've won that job? They would have had to have been honest with him on that. I don't I don't see any other way to do it. I mean, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that signed a one-year deal to come here, not win a starting job, and then say trade me. That just or, – or release me. That doesn't sound like that relationship to me. Or not knowing what to do or not knowing what the role will be. I think they for sure – I think they for sure probably let him know what they're thinking is. 
what what are we thinking here with you? And if you do this, you know, you'll make it. And if you don't, we're going to probably put you in the bullpen. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I, I just look at it and say, I, I don't, I don't know how, I mean, people are upset. I'm already seeing social media. People are upset again. I think it's, I, I, I truly believe it's because they want improvement and they don't see him as being improvement. They're seeing him now as being at the end of the rope and there's, I mean, you're not going to get anything more than you've already gotten out of him. Now, Adam Wainwright would tell you that's not true. I'm going to come back better than ever next year. And, again, I, I, I feel bad for Adam because his narrative of, I know it's been a rough couple years, but I'm going to come back next year stronger and better, that's the same narrative we're getting from the Cardinals, it seems like, for a couple years in a row here. So um, we'll see. Uh, I would disagree with that sentiment somewhat. Now, you cannot like the moves. But they did go out last year and get Ozuna. You know, they did sign. They did sign Holland. Whether I mean, again, that's a move that didn't work out. But it was a good signing. It just didn't work out. Um, and again, I, I, it's hard for me to say they haven't done anything. And again, people want to say they're cheap. I say this in all honesty. They they spent 162 million dollars last year. They had guys underperform. That's the end of the. I mean, again, they got nothing out of. Quite a bit of payroll last year, nothing. And uh, I think Cardinal fans are going to say, well, they, they, they're bringing back one of the guys that they didn't get much from. And I would say, well, they didn't get much from him because he wasn't healthy. I think they're going to bring him back in a situation to say, look, go get healthy, come in here, let's see what your role can be. That's what I think. I don't know that for sure, but I just don't see any other way it could be approached. I think they're, I'm with you. I think they gave him the opportunity to win a, a fifth starting job in the rotation. And if this doesn't work, maybe the bullpen. So I don't, I don't think they did anything wrong in that signing. I mean, they're just trying. The way he pitched the last couple outings, I think he deserves a chance. He deserves a chance. And if not, we have kids out there that could do the job. You know, I think that's what they did. Yeah, I, again, I don't know. They've got so much young pitching. Um, they do have question marks with this young pitching. I, again, we've all, I mean, I, I get it, but this Alex Reyes thing, I mean, this has been going on for a couple years now. You know, it's it, you know he's really going to solidify us this year. He's really going to solidify us this year. Um, he's not going to. And if he pitch good, Jimbo, if he pitch good, he might solidify himself. Sure, absolutely. Just count him out. And then Wainwright will go to the bullpen. So people are jumping right now. They're jumping, that, oh, Wainwright, he's not going to help us. We don't know if he's going to be in the rotation. How do you know Wainwright is going to make the rotation? I don't, I don't think we know. I don't know if he's going to make the rotation, having those young guys, young arms coming in, shutting people down. He might not even start in the season in the starting rotation. He might start in the bullpen. A lot of people are counting him out out of the bullpen, out of the team, because they wanted him out of the team. That's what they're saying, right? Yeah, I, again, I, 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 I'm going to pass off the judgment as people are just – they're just unhappy. Like, they, they're – and again, I'm listen, I'm unhappy. I, I, because I, they want him out. Well, I don't know that they – it's not – it's, it's not Wainwright the person. It's the position. They want – Improved yeah, that's what I'm numbers. saying. Yeah, I mean that's I guess I don't yeah. know. They, they want him. They want him out. So that's why you see guys mad. It's not because they want him in. Because if they want him in, they don't. They don't get mad. So the people that get mad about that signing is because they want him out. That's exactly what's happening here. They want Wainwright out of out of the the Cardinals. They want the other young guys to have a spot. That's that's why they get mad. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, again, we're talking about something that's months away from happening, and people are going to have their opinion, and you're absolutely entitled to your opinion. Uh, be happy, be set, be whatever. Um, again, that, that's fine. Um, I want to shift the discussion just uh, for a minute and go to you on something that I'm starting to see pop up. Um, evidently, there's pictures out there of Kay, Craig Kimbrell's hat, and he has a distinguished brown substance on his hat and i want to talk about this because this comes up i don't know why this comes up i mean it goes on during a season but this comes up every postseason 
okay? We see gloves, hats that have substances in them, and then you wind up hearing from people saying, look, it, it doesn't – what it helps is it helps them keep a grip on the ball. And, the, and the, pat, the batters all come out and say, I would rather them be able to control the ball than it go all over the place because it's so cold. I don't care that they're using this stuff on their finger because it's not a slippery substance. It's a sticky substance that allows them to grip the ball. Um, do you have any thoughts on well, this? Let me- do you have any thoughts? Because this obviously goes on with everybody. This isn't like now they're picking on Craig Kimbrell, but my guess would be is that the Yankees are probably sitting there going, yeah, but our guys use it too. That would be my guess. Jimbo, if you, I got only one thing to say about that. If you are a fan, go buy you Rosen, Rosenback. You know, that, that Rosenback that the pitchers use, right? Yep. Go out there and sweat. Go out there and sweat. You get the sweat from your own body. Touch your arm, touch your hands, touch your forehead, and then touch that Rosenback. And then you come back to us in the show, and you tell us what you think. So let me tell you this. When Kimbrell probably touches his tips of the fingers, so he touches the tip of the finger in the sweat, he goes to the Rosenback, and then he wipes the whole thing in the hat. There you go. That's what he's using. He's not using anything illegal. He's not using pine tar. He's not using uh, stick, motor stick. He's not using any glue. He's not using any Vaseline. All he's doing is touching his finger in the, in the, in the sweat just to get him moisture, goes in the rosin bag. They get a little sticky, and then he wipes it up in the hat. A lot of guys, the pitchers, they have it in their pants. They go to the sweat, they go to the Rosenbach, and then they wipe it off in the pants. So guess what? The pants are going to have a, a stain. So don't, don't even start with that because every pitcher have their own spot. Every pitcher, when they sweat, they go to the Rosen, and the Rosen becomes a little sticky, so they wipe it off somewhere. Kimbrough, he wipe it up in the hat. That's it. They're not using any substance, man. Um, my assumption would be, again, you mentioned it. Um, every player does it just about, it sounds like. Um, my guess would be that. Uh, but go do it. Go do it. Go to the Rosenbach. Go to the sweat. Get the Rosenbach uh, after the sweat, and you will feel what these guys are using. That's all I'm saying. Does it, t- does, it, do it. does it turn a little brown when it gets wet and on the sweat? Is that what it does? Or is that the dirt? Yeah. From, from, yeah. And then some guys use the sweat, the dirt, and the, and the Rosenbach. So it turns brown. It turns uh, light brown sometimes. And, and you know what I'm saying? So, so go out there, and if you have a, have a question, go out there to a field, get a Rosenbach, sweat a little, touch your sweat, go to the Rosenbach, Get dirt on it, and you'll see. You'll have the same stain that he does. What is the stuff that's been in John Lester's glove? Because that's not Rosen. That looks like some sort of. I mean, that's. I mean, because it's really a substance. I mean, you can see it. It's not like build up from wiping your fingers <laughs> off. It's a substance. What is that? Do you know what that is? I mean, I. I know you don't want to speak for him, but you've, play, me, you've played enough to no, know. No, what no. do you guys use to get a grip on the ball? The guys use. The Rosenbach, the sweat becomes sticky. Other guys, when I play before, I'm not talking about the young guys now. I don't know if they even know or heard about it. When I play before, they used pine tar. They weren't trying to trick anybody. They weren't trying to, the, like if you use, I don't know if you remember the spitball. You remember what they call spitball? Yeah. Now, now, now the spitball is different. You're making the ball move. With the spitball. I don't know if you ever tried it. I did. I tried it a few times. And that ball really moves. It's a really funky... It's not a sinker. It's not... I mean, it's a really funky thing. Now, if they were doing that, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, that's cheating. That's fine. But I, they're not using... The pine tar, what it does is just get your fingertips just sticky so you can not lose the, lose the ball. I guess it's a sticky thing. I, I got no idea. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Lester's glove, but, but if I see it, I'm going to look it up. And if I see it, I'm going to tell you. 
but I bet you it, it could be pine tar. But let me tell you this, Jimbo. Why, why does, just like you, why does the umpire haven't done anything? Because they really don't believe it's anything happening. Yeah. I mean, or nobody has said anything. So, well, I'm going to be that's curious. one of the points. I'll be curious to see where it goes because we're in a new age of baseball. And the only thing I can say, and I don't, and again, I know you're, you know, you're, you're an old school guy, just like me and a lot of people. There's a lot of newer guys that are involved in, in all this new age pitching with the velocity and the things like that. And what they're saying, though, what they've realized is, is that these guys can get this pine tar. It actually can increase the spin rate. And that's why, like, um, there was a guy that, uh, what's his name? He, he said, listen, why do you think these guys go to Houston and then all of a sudden they're striking out 10, 12 people a game? And yet where they come from, they weren't doing that. And they're all talking about the spin rate. Well, how do you think they figured this out? It's because they're all using this stuff on their fingers. And, and, and again, I, that was a back and forth that kind of died out because I think the players said, hey, drop it because we're all doing it to some degree, I guess. So, But it could be. But it could be. Jimbo, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're, I, not, you're not wrong. It could be. I'm just saying, like, if, if, if that was the case, why would another team not say anything? Well, because if you are the other team and you're like, okay, Lester's using something, but then they see whoever in the Cardinals, the other team is going to say, hey, well, he's using something. What the hell? So I don't, I don't know. When I was playing, I only saw a couple pitchers do it. It were veteran guys. They never used uh, the pointer to make the ball do anything. The only reason they said and kept saying well, so they can have a grip on it because the balls were robbed and they were pretty slick, slick. So they just wanted to have a little grip on it. That's what I heard. I got no idea on the guys right now because I don't know what they're doing right now. I'm not in the game. So, But when I played, most of the guys wanted grip, and that's why they wanted that pine tar or whatever it was. But I, there's a reason why nobody pro- protests on on Lester or anybody else. Yeah, I, I like I go back to when it happened in the World Series and everybody was remember it was a Cardinal farmhand that that blew up a picture on his phone and tweeted it out. I god, I can if anybody can remember his name. Um let me please tell me who that was. Um but he had sent out the picture of it and said something about it and the Cardinals made him wind up taking it down and it was brought to LaRusso's attention and he didn't do anything about it and people were like um you know I think they kind of talked about it and didn't do anything about it and it, you know you know Tony LaRusso um, and why, why do you think he didn't why do anything? Do think they yeah. Didn't do anything yeah no I agree I agree that's, that's a reason that's why that's one of the reasons we have to understand and as a as a fan as a as a player you have to understand, Jimbo, because we, we, I'm saying we, we have to understand, man, there's a reason why this guy doesn't say anything because I guess they're using it too or they're doing it. It's very simple. It's not hard, you know? Well, and I had kind of said at the time, I, this is what I always talk about and things that I've learned over the years of, of again, being around you and, and some of the other guys and learning the things behind the scenes that I jokingly say sometimes I wish I didn't know because it's changed my view and I don't get to be as off the rails sometimes as I like to be. But that was an example of as I got older. <laughs> well, at the time, I remember going, he's a cheater. He's a cheater. He's a, he's a fucking cheater. You know, I, all this kind of stuff. And then now that now that you, get, you start realizing and start looking back on it and saying, OK, now it makes sense why our manager didn't do anything. It makes sense why they didn't make a big deal of this. It makes sense why they went to their minor league guy and said, get it off your social media now. It all makes sense because you start uh-huh. with now. I, I, I will say this. This is what I said at the time. If everybody does it and, it and the batters really do truly believe, hey, I'm okay with them doing it because this guy throws 98 miles an hour. I don't want it in my ear hole. I'd like it in the strike zone, please, or somewhere close to the strike zone. Exactly. Um, That's one of the reasons, too, Jimbo. Then I've always wondered why they I'd just rather have a, why they just don't go in there and say okay yeah, this rather, is acceptable. I I don't I don't know if they should do that because some guys don't know what they're doing maybe some well, guys they don't know or understand how to do it so maybe they don't feel like they should say anything like that you know like okay well, it's legal 
it's kind of like this. We don't want anybody just doing it. I kind of answer my own question every time I say it because I come back to this. If they leave it the way it is now, you're getting a very faint use of it, if that makes sense, right? Like, it's not like, remember when they had stick them in the NFL, now I'm going way back, and guys had it piled on their, you know what I mean? I mean, it was it got out of hand because at the time you could use it, right? Well, my guess would be is that if they said, okay, we're going to allow all this stuff, it would be over the top. So I guess they just kind of leave it because it's very faintly used. It's kind of like I say all the time. I, I've always said that um, I don't know why they have 55 miles an hour on this road. This should be 65. And then, like, if you talk to cops, they're like, well, we assume you idiots are going to drive 65, so we make it 55. If we made it 65, you'd drive 75. Get it? So I, it kind of so it kind of makes me, me feel that way because I always say, well, if you know it's 60, I mean, you know, so I get it to some degree, and I understand that it's just something that will have to go, but um, – you know, then you, but see, now you bring into the whole thing what's acceptable, what's not, what's crossing the line. And, you know, you've seen a couple of guys get dinged for using things, but they obviously are things that I always say that behind the scenes and on the field, the guys that play the game, they know what's pushing the envelope and what isn't. But I also always think that, uh, yep. I also always think that uh, the guys know. They know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they know what's pushing the envelope, they know what's not, they know what's truly cheating what's borderline cheating they know i mean when you do it you know that's what i believe you, but we'll see jimbo do you really want betances to have a slinky ball like a sleek a ball can slick out of the hand i don't slip out of the hand i don't i don't want that i want him to be hitting the spots because that's the way i can hit you but if you can slip one away and hit you in the ear hole then what it, it's just, it just depends on who you are. And, you know, obviously, if you have a nasty slider guy and he's using it, maybe you say something because you don't want that slider to be nastier. But, but if you just have a hardcore guy out there, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I never had to th- think about it, Jimbo. Never had to, you know? I was going to ask you, did you ever even give it a con- any consideration? Did you ever even worry about it or think? I mean, did a guy ever throw a pitch, or did you ever face a guy that threw a pitch that moved so much that you thought he's got to be doing something? No, I never thought about it. I always thought that they had their they pine tar, because I use my pine tar, and then when I got sweat, I put it, my fingers in my forehead, and the pine tar made it. I'm, I'm telling you guys, like, if you're a fan, go out and go to a pitching mound, with the with the rosin bag, sweat a little bit, touch your sweat and touch your and touch the rosin bag, and then you will you will see what I mean by that. It is turns it turns into a sticky without using any cheating part. You don't have to cheat. You know how how much you sweat. You put that pinter in your pants. Your pants are wet from sweating. You put that pinter there, and it becomes sticky no matter what. Just go out there. And try it. If you're a fan that worry about these, just go out there and try it, and you'll see why they don't use the tricky stuff. They use pine tar and the sweat, so it turns into sweet, into a uh, sticky situation. So that's what they're looking for. Interesting, interesting. Well, what are your? Uh, let me get your thoughts real quick on the playoffs so far. What do you? What do you? Anything stand out to you? I think it's very exciting to watch. I think the uh, those teams are really, really fighting for Jimbo. The only thing that came out to my head was how how the players disrespect the the umpires more than usual. Like right now, they don't hold back; they just say it. And I'm not saying anything about good or bad, right? I'm not talking about being good because Angel obviously wasn't good. And Joe Hernandez wasn't good. But I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that he surprised me in the interviews how more and more guys are coming out, man. They just say what they think, and that's it, you know? That's one of the things that surprised me. Another thing that surprised me is how how short how short the pitching, the starting pitching stays. That's nuts, man. Really, that is really nuts that three innings, Get out! Not even three innings. Two and a third 
out. You're out of the game. Let's go. I mean, that for me is kind of crazy. We uh, we had a really good discussion this morning with Yadi and, and the coaches, and there's one guy there that is a crazy, crazy dude, uh, Puerto Rican guy that is all about analytics. He do, He knows all the numbers, all the numbers. If you want him in the show uh, one day, he will be crazy, crazy about analytics for you. And he will be a really, really fun show. So we were discussing that with Yadi. And, oh, my gosh, we went on and on, and we didn't stop. Rosie, my brother, had to just say, hey, man, just shut up. Let's go. You know what I mean? Because we were discussing everything. So uh, that that part of the game, man, you can see it, like two and a third, and Sebastian is out. I understand three runs, but, holy crap, the manager is, is being criticized because – he didn't take Sepatia in the in the in a two and a third. I mean, come on, man, that's crazy, huh? Did you see that? Yeah, I, um, I I I understand. I you know, it's like, hey, it's it's now or go home. Um, I, I look at it like they 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 understand that it's you know you got to do what you got to do. It, it's a hard like this is a new thing, right? Like people, they're not messing around. It's a it's a winner go home. Um, you know, the num you know, they're looking at these numbers saying, well, you know, third time through the order and let's get, let's get this guy out of here. Let's live to see another day. It's interesting. I mean, you think about, you go back how many years ago and you always heard about, well, you got to let a starter try to work out of trouble and how's he going to get any better if he doesn't learn how to work out of jams and now anymore. And again, I, I, I say this and people think I'm crazy, but they look at it now, like they treat this bullpen and again, this is what I think people are struggling with in the whole change. They treat this bullpen only like some of these, like I hate to say it, some of these countries treat their, their armed forces. We're just going to send some in, and when they're done, we'll just get some more. That's what they do. Because this, uh, you cannot do yeah. this to your bullpen over and over and over again and think that these guys are going to last. But here's the thing, and this is what I've said, and people don't believe me, and that's fine. Everybody knows this at that level. We're going to be lucky to get two to three years out of this guy in the bullpen, and then he's going to be out of baseball. And that's life. That's life. And those guys are happy to do it because if not for the way this is done, they might never get a chance. So, again, it is what it is. I don't have a problem with it because everybody seems to be okay with it. The only problem is is you're rolling these guys in and out, and you're not feeling any, like, consistency with these guys and saying, what can I expect year after year? Look at the bullpens. Okay, you got all kinds of guys that you've never heard of that are doing great all of a sudden in the bullpen, right? It's just that's yep, it, yep. It's 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 what but it is. How, yeah, the air, Yaddy had a, a very interesting point today when we were talking about the Yankee game. He said that the only thing that he saw wrong, he didn't see wrong that they took him out. He saw wrong that they brought the wrong guy. And I didn't think about that. He said, who's your first guy out of the bullpen all year? Betances. So for me to bring Britain in wasn't my guy. That's not my guy. My guy, my first guy, is Betances. That's my first guy. And I, and I started, I stopped and thought, you know, like, wow. Yeah, I, never, I haven't think about that. You know, so... Now that I thought about it, it's true, you know. But still, it's like sixty pitches. Okay, Sebastian, you didn't, you don't have it today, so you clearly don't have it. So let's go with the bullpen. But let me bring the chances instead of Britain. But man, 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 two and a third, two and two thirds, and you're in the playoff fighting for your life, and your starter give you two, two and a third, two and two thirds. I mean, there's, there's. That's disaster. That's a disaster coming to happen, right? Well, it goes along with what I've been saying about the Yankees, and this is a total another tangent, but everybody just assumes they're going to sign Manny, and that's fine. I mean, they've, they've got money, but, man, they, need, they, need, they don't need just one starter. They need at least two, if not three starters. Yeah, they need a couple. You know, I mean – uh, and it, it and a, a total Yankee move is for them to get Grinky. I mean, Arizona's trying to dump him. They don't want his money. 
uh, the Yankees could be like, look, we'll take his money. We got plenty of money, but we're not going to give you anything for him. And I think Arizona will be just fine with that, just to get rid of him. But why? But why? Why do you think they go get it, Jimbo? Because they want to win. Yep. Oh, I agree. Because they 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 have it in their heart that they need that help to win. That's 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 strictly how it happened. That because he will, they want to win. So guess what? I'm going to go get Grinky. And guess what? I'm going to go get Andrew Miller. Don't be surprised the Yankees go after Andrew Miller. Or they go after Cody Allen. I would agree. You know? because Zach, don't be surprised. Yeah, I don't know that they keep Zach Britton. He hasn't been great for them. He, I mean, if you look at his numbers, he no, hasn't they been, might not. They yeah. might not have him. Yeah, he hasn't been great for them. Um, he's done okay. But he hasn't been the consistent guy. He hasn't. This is a guy, you know, and everybody wants him for the Cardinals, and that's fine. But, you know, he's he hasn't, you know, he's had a lot of injuries the last couple of years. One of them being the 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 Achilles, like Wainwright had. Um, he hasn't been like stellar. Like I don't look at him and go, oh yeah, like I used to. I mean, heck, one year he was the best closer in baseball. But again, this thing's for the normal person. It's it's real weary. I mean, real. We got to be real weary of this. But we'll see. But don't don't. Don't feel that way because we never thought Mike Mikolas sure. was going to do great, and look how he did. So he could be good for us, that Britain guy. Could who be. Knows? Could be. Well, we're going to need some help, and we'll see who it is. But as far as Wayno goes, uh, I know some of you aren't going to be happy. I'm going to tell you the truth is it, it isn't that I'm uh, not happy. It isn't that I'm unhappy. I'm just like, okay, great, he's back. Um, he's going to fill some sort of role. We'll see what it is. Um, Again, it's not a thing that I'm going, yes, now we're solidified. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, again, I'm not going to freak out about this. I, I'm going to freak out. Like, if I freak out, it's going to be like I freaked out last year when we have an evident need, and, and no disrespect, but we go out and sign Luke Gregerson. That, that's going to piss me off. No, the, <laughs> the disrespect will be not taking care of the bullpen. That's what the disrespect it will be for me. Like, if you know... We have trouble in the bullpen. Don't come out to me or the fans and come out and say, oh, we can go through with these guys. Oh, we're going to give this guy a shot. Oh, we're gonna, we, what we have, we can battle through. We can battle, battle through. Don't come say that. Because that's two years, three years in the bullpen we've been having trouble. And that's coming from other mouths, not only mine. So don't come to, to us and say, oh, we can... We can just do this with these guys. They'll be fine. No, hell no. We have we have some good names in the free agency. And you gave some guys, relievers, you gave them, you overpaid them for for no action at all, for no for no stats. And now you have the real guys out there. And it'll be a shame that if they don't go out there and get a couple of these guys. I bet you anything. Well, I hope so. But again, um, it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting off season. We're just getting started. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. Again, I'm not one way or the other on this. I understand. Again, if you want to be upset, be upset. I think it's a, I think it's what it is. So, um, Benji, I know you got to get running. Um, how's everything? I mean, everything going really well with the under twenty three Puerto Rican team with you and your brothers and everybody down there. You guys having a good time? Uh oh. Oh, man, it's so fun. These guys are too young, and they're really young, talented teams. And I mean, um, players, they've been really, really fun. They're a really hardworking group. It'll be really interesting to see how we can play against a Cuba team or Taiwan, Mexico, Venezuela, Korea, Australia, Russia. Uh, I mean, it's it'll be very, very interesting how we can compete with those guys, but uh, it's been fun. The only down thing here in Jupiter is my mom having surgery in her foot. Uh, we've been in inside, outside every single day in the hospital. So with her, uh, she got surgery yesterday, but she came out really good. Uh, she had a really bad infection. Uh, the lucky thing is she doesn't have infection in her bone, which it, it would it would come out to be amputating her foot, but they didn't have to do that. Thank God. So. Uh, we've been dealing with some stuff here. We've been busy. Uh, the roster spots were, were issued today. We have to issue them today. So it's, uh, it's been fun, man. It's been fun. 
you know, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Well, enjoy your time. I know being with your family means everything to you guys. I'm sure you're enjoying this. Um, obviously, we'll talk to you on Monday. And uh, next week, just so everybody knows, um, you know, we, we talked a lot about Bryce Harper this week um, and whether or not he's the guy for the St. Louis Cardinals. Next week, uh, we're going to touch on Manny Machado. Is he the answer for the St. Louis Cardinals? So you can chew on that a little bit this weekend. I think I already know your answer, Benji, but um, we'll let you defend that answer next week. All right, my friend? You got it, buddy. You got it, man. All right. That is Benji Molina as he comes to you on the M4Biotti.com hotline. We appreciate him joining us as we know that he's down uh, with his brothers in Florida coaching the U23 Puerto Rican team. Um, happy to have you guys be a part of the show. Don't forget to check us out, twobirdsonabat.com. Uh, subscribe to the show there. Do your shopping on Amazon. Find us on Twitter at Birds on a Bat Show. You guys can uh, follow us. Uh, if you're a Cardinal fan, we're going to follow you back. Facebook's our big push. Find us. Type in Two Birds on a Bat. Like our Facebook page once you find it. Invite your friends. You just click invite your friends. Uh, the big thing, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, we come out with the shows. We do the two shows with Benji on Monday and Thursday. On Wednesdays, we do Bowties and Bullshit with Kyle Reese, uh, Brendan Schaefer, and, of course, everybody's favorite, Mo's Algorithm where we take a different look at the game of baseball and how it affects the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, the shows are always out usually by 5 o'clock. Um, go there after 5. You'll notice the pin post. If you'll like it, comment on it and share. You're eligible for some of the autographed memorabilia that we've been, uh, that we've been uh, raffling off. Um, by doing that, we put names in, we draw one out, and we send, get a hold of people, let them know they've won, and send them some awesome prizes. So, again, it's real easy to do. The pin post, like it, comment on it, and share it. That's all you got to do. And you're eligible. Um. Instagram, Two Birds on a Bat Show. Happy to have you there. Uh, to all of our partners, Adam Smokehouse on Watson Road, get over there and get your barbecue. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, open to 7, and now they are starting to deliver uh, right uh, in their area. So check it out, see if you qualify. And again, say hi to Mike and all the gang at Adam Smokehouse on Watson Road for the best barbecue in St. Louis. Don't forget to check out GatorsBaseballAcademy.com if you have a, a, a young one or even a not-so-young one still working on this game of baseball, trying to become better. Um, trying to be the player they can be. And don't forget that that's the key word. Um, everybody, I think, looks at this in a wrong fashion, if you really ask me um, my, my opinion. Um, well, they should be doing this. They shouldn't be doing this. In my opinion, it's up to the kid. Does the kid want to get better? Quit comparing yourself to other kids. Quit saying these kids should do this, these kids shouldn't do this. It's about you and what you want. And if you want your kid to be better and the kid wants to be better, then it's a great opportunity for them to learn something about the game of baseball. Where GatorsBaseballAcademy.com, that group, where Gators Baseball is different, is they're going to help build the kid as much as they are the, the player. So, again, their four-pillar system does not disappoint, and they are really, really into the people that they put in their employ. So, again, that's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Um, InnovativeCompanies.com, thank you for your continued support. Randy, you know how we feel about you and your, and your family and, and your business. Uh, residential, commercial, industrial, doesn't matter. Randy Green's your man. If he shakes your hand and looks you in the eye, it's going to get done. That's Randy Green at InnovativeCompanies.com. To all of our social media partners, thank you for your continued support. RallySquirrel.com, home of the Rally Squirrel Club, and its owner, Nate McHenry, our friend and friend to all Cardinal fans everywhere. As he keeps the Rally Squirrel alive, that's RallySquirrel.com. To Chris Lawless over at Cardinals Nation, Cardinals 24-7. Nobody's more passionate. Nobody does it better than Chris. He has wonderful pages. He has a wonderful group. He's got a wonderful podcast, and his podcast company just keeps growing. And, again, we encourage you to check them all out. All the boys over there, Ron, Gino, Crash, uh, again, there's, they just keep bringing more guys into the fold that love and have passion for Cardinal baseball, and that's why we love it. Um, you know, we like promoting them as much as they do us because, in the end, guys, isn't that really what we're supposed to be doing? Um, to Al, uh, Mick Light over at Art City Media, every time he shares our stuff, it shows up in the numbers. Thank you, Mick. We appreciate it. Again, um, Cardinal Freak's been with us for a long time. Some of the Facebook groups that have really, really jumped on board and helped us out, um, you know, fans of Yachty or Molina, obviously the connection with us and, and Yachty has meant a lot. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals crew, St. Louis Cardinals nation. Um, again, STL Cardinals, just Cardinals country, baseball heaven. Those are just some of them. All great, great Facebook groups. If you want to get involved, all you got to do is go 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 ask to be invited, or some of them you can just join. Just depends on the group, but you can just Google those on Facebook. You guys really, really, or not Google them. Go into the search bar on Facebook and be a part of it. Uh, to lineupmedia.fm, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. It means a lot to us that we're part of such a strong network. And again, yo radio guys on your mobile device, go download it. You will, uh, you will enjoy it. I'm telling you, the new the new update is out. 
Real Radio. It's even flashier than it was before. You guys are going to love it. It's a great streaming platform brought to you by our friends at lineupmediagroup.fm. For all of us here at Two Birds on a Bat, let's go birds!